So, uh, good morning, the United We Stand podcast, uh, on our way to West Ham. Um, West Ham United, uh, who each year we hope go down, um, in particular because of the London Stadium that they play at now. I mean, it's one thing going from the, the Wankdorf Stadium to the Wank Stadium, to be honest with you. But um, the mood's good. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, there's there's a lot despite an early start there's there's a lot of people um, in high spirits should we say um, but that could change but we'll see um, I think I think we're going to have to have a, a bit of a grown up conversation here lads um, and we're talking about Ollie because Ollie at the moment is dividing the internet yeah and and okay so where where does he stand with match going reds and I think let's just clarify this thing about match going reds for me I'm not talking about the likes of us obsessives necessarily although obviously we count but I'm talking about really anyone who may they may not even go now but maybe have had a season ticket in the past maybe had a league match ticket book in the past or just used to go regularly you know so mates in Spain perhaps who you know from Ernst that, that now live out there I would regard them as match going reds even though they've not been for years because United at one time were if you like, you know, with the rhythm, we're part of the rhythm of their life. You know, they miss christenings, they miss weddings, they miss birthdays. Um, so we're talking about them, not just people who, you know, yeah, they look at the look on the TV schedule and the radio times and, and see when the next match is. But for us, Ollie, now after after Wednesday, was there a start that even we're starting to think, you know, where, where how far can he go with his project? I, I'm not myself. I'm still um, still very much uh, Ollie, and I believe is the saying, isn't it? But like uh, he, uh, he, was, he, don't get me wrong. I think he made. He's not beyond criticism, and I think he made the wrong subs on Wednesday. Um, he reacted, I think, in the wrong way to a poorer team with the subs that he made. We should have actually gone and tried and won it. And I believe he's lost seven out of twelve European games, which is obviously not good. Um, Even we're talking about. Is he hard for us? Is it really difficult for us to criticise because on the internet, whether someone's from the Punjab or Portsmouth or wherever, you know, those who aren't going and have never gone out of the way to go, you know, there, there is because there's elements of like it's so far over the top the criticism on things like Twitter that you almost feel the need to to over defend him the other way. But I still think in in less than three years he's. He's transforming the squad to the point where I think we're possibly one more player for challenging from the league. And but the argument is he's transforming that team with a, with a great deal of money and that actually anyone could have done that. I mean, it annoys me the PE teacher thing because I think he's done enough. I think he's, he's also brought in like brought along youth and played youth and as well. He has spent money, but Sorry, Mourinho spent money. Yeah, Mourinho spent money. And left the club toxic, you know. Van Hal wasn't Look at that, look at that team that played Burnley. You know, just the day yeah. Fernandez signed. You look at that team sheet, then look at the team sheet in the last game. Look, he got a lot of things wrong in the week, and he gets. He's be, I think he needs a stronger number two. I think um, Fergie. Some of Fergie's best teams were when he had the best number twos. Yeah. So when he had Queiroz, when he had um, Brian Kidd, Brian Kidd, and when Mulestein, and also Archie Knox at the start. Which in his documentaries, a lot of it is about Archie Knox at Aberdeen. I think that um, Ollie's struggling that he's got two inexperienced coaches next to him because feeling's just there for a t- the touch of the old days. We need a proper number two who's tactically aware. 
for me. I totally disagree. I, Mike Phelan is one of the strongest number twos I've ever seen. I've seen him rip a, uh, yellow pages in half. <laughs> Pull a car with his teeth. Are, are you sure that's that's Mike Phelan or, or the, the Swedish Mikkel Sweden? Mike Phelan, world's strongest man. You can see it. Is that why he wears shorts to show off those quadriceps? Quads also to get the air up his crotch area helps with the. Honestly, all the top Scandinavians. That technical term Mark Suspensers use when you're trying to wear work trousers. This is how the covers unite. We stand get get get. Very close on the latest cover, you'll see some very, very muscular thighs. <laughs> well, I did notice there were some very camp faces, and some, and and the, uh, and the shading of some of them was particularly. But no one else has seen it yet, so we'll have a look at that next week. What do you don't think you got things wrong on Wednesday? Barring uh, Ronaldo Lingard, no, I don't think people are looking for any rope to hang in with at the minute, especially on the internet. It's anything they can get to hang in with. Um, what is up to it is game management it was okay for the substitutions look at one all and I took that and got out of there because their tails were up you know first, first game with fans back in in the Champions League they wanted to win just the Ronaldo one was the questionable one because they had two defenders on the pitch marking him so you know you've got a danger as soon as Ronaldo come off them two defenders went well, we've got fuck all to worry about here with Lingard haven't we I think he did make some bad subs during the week so, but at the end of the day he was still a minute away from getting a good away point after playing most of the game with 10 men A lot, if he'd have pulled that off a lot of other managers would have got praise for it so I think we are being a bit harsh on him to be honest I don't know what any any manager can do about two professional footballers making two massive mistakes like that the tackle from a right back in that part of the pitch on pretty much the edge of their box it wasn't a sending off though if you've played football I don't agree I've played lots of football and I know you have and the thing is you, you, the pitch was plastic the ball went away he's not deliberately gone over the top he's not done it maliciously he's given the rep opportunity to send him off especially in Europe I thought it was lacking a bit I didn't think it was a red hand. His foot had barely left the floor. It looks bad in slow motion, but it, to me, his foot. I mean, if a defender can't tackle like that, there's going to be a yellow card. Would have been absolutely fine. I didn't think it was a red. It's no more of, and I don't think. I watched that thing of City yesterday. I didn't think that was a. For me, that was not a penalty. I've not seen that yet. You know, I think he. It was never a penalty yesterday, was it? Sir? And and the thing was, it was a robust challenge, but. That was probably worse than Wambasaka's. Yeah, I didn't think yesterday that was a penalty because he just went. He went. He went to try and challenge. I think you've got to be allowed to challenge, and I think yeah. do you not think it's been a bit better this year. Yeah, was, that, was, it, was it a red card in the game yesterday? It was red card, but then they rescinded it. I, did, I, so, I mean, to be honest, I didn't watch the game yesterday because I don't do what Guardiola tells me to, to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's just What? Joe take drugs. That's what Grandiola yeah. tells us to allegedly. Yeah. Harry's razor. I think I think that's very allegedly. I think I think to be fair, Tomo, he he learnt he learnt his lesson when he was caught twice himself during his career. Yeah, so so he would never advocate for that now, I wouldn't have thought. Definitely not. No. So we we 
It was very difficult, wasn't it? Because it seemed like there was almost a glee about after Wednesday that the PE teacher had mucked it up. And we'd been on a plastic pitch, we'd lost a man. Uh, I felt gutted for Jesse Lingard being the one that, you know, he wasn't he wasn't in the game, was he? He'd, only, he'd not been on that long. It was a back pass that was silly, but, you know, it, it happens. At the end of the day, we've yeah. just got to push it now and just point it behind us we've got five games left in that group now so like, you win your three on games makes it interesting so, though doesn't it well, we used to complain about Champions League yeah. group stages being we've got a group that could have been sold out and it'll yeah. be worth watching now yeah. Yeah. and I've been more concerned if it been in a home game if we win them home games I think we're pretty much through in this group I still think we'll sail through this group we're talking about we talked about there being a tipping point perhaps for Ollie for even us and we've probably moved that tipping point because of the reaction of, you know, the, you know, Ontario to, you know, Oxford, never been to a game and wouldn't even, you know, bother, you know, and and wouldn't even, if they live five miles away, they still wouldn't go type thing, you know. If if we're going to dismiss them, we've moved, we've probably given him or are probably going to give him an easier ride. Is that fair or or not? A man, man for me of this parish, he tweeted, Steve Armstrong tweeted that we need to judge Ollie as much, as harshly as we judged Mourinho and um, Van Hal, which has got a point. Like we probably judge him, as you say, is it fair that we judge him better? I think if he'd come straight after Fergie, we probably would have judged him more harshly. But because of the crap that we've had to go through over the past couple of years, uh, well, seven years, I think that for me. For me, I think that he does deserve a chance, but we do need to, we do need to win a trophy. We need to win a trophy. The football's great at the moment. Like it's actually exciting. Those two home games are fantastic, haven't they? We we scored nine goals in two home games. We scored. We didn't score nine goals under Van Hal in six months. <laughs> it's like, do you remember that season when we didn't score a goal in the K stand? That's right. Yeah. The. Um, the eight yeah. games, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. half time, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We're developing that. And for me, under Mourinho, we're not there's no point where you're thinking we're moving in the right direction here. The thing is, you can well, see that. We're not answering this question though, is it fair that we um, <laughs> judge him? Well, the thing is, he did, yeah, he did. He was provoking him, wasn't he? Well, he was. Let me just have a look at this. This is from. Um, this is from. <laughs> This is from someone on the internet this week, right? Who who was answering Mark Goldbridge, who said United don't create chances and stuff. So um, this person, who I read only because he's been brought up properly, he's been brought up very very well, and I didn't know he was going to put this. So our Luca put, what's he on about about Goldbridge? In 302 other games post Sir Alex, United managed to score five goals on only two occasions and never scored six or more. In 155 games, Ollie had been in charge, who scored five plus goals on ten separate occasions and six or more on four. And then he went on, instead of doing any revision for his GCSEs, <laughs> we are the second most goals scored in 2021 season. We've scored eight so far this year. You can see our style of play, lovely counter attacks, etc., etc. And then he's gone on into great detail about 
some of the stats and everything like that. That's a lot of 140 characters there. Yeah, he's written a whole diatribe of it, which I'm not sure when he did it. But but to be fair, as a youngster, now I know he's in our household and therefore he he will be a little bit biased and he's on the coach again today, he goes everywhere now. And the, the thing is, he gets it. He is sticking up for Ollie, and him and his friends are very much still Ollie. Right, let yeah. me ask a question. Yeah. Since Fergie retired, okay, and I don't want to be a scouser living in the past, but since Fergie retired, do you enjoy going to United again? Oh, I love it. I think we've Did been fantastic. Which is a lot to TRA have got a lot yeah, of fans. I agree with that. I know they call the choir boys and mocked, but I think what they've done. Um, and moved me out of the family stand so I had to move back in you know what I mean but what they've done has been fair did you enjoy going under Van Gaal under Mourinho or do you you enjoy going more now thinking what could happen today whereas you went with more in a bit of hope we've got expectation again but am I just are we just guessing that you see I I don't think he's lost the right to manage United Ollie I am massive Ollie in I can I'm I think I am hoping that this is all his project because I see watching the you know watching the youngsters come through Sheratere, you know the other lads Anthony Langer and stuff like that. I can see that he is trying to create in Ferguson's image, and I think for me that gives him time. Yeah, I watched under 18s weirdly yesterday. And why? What do you mean weirdly? You were dressed inappropriately, or yeah, what? What do you mean? I don't know why I watched it, but I was watching under 18s is generally quite considered weird. Yeah, I was hungover. I was hungover. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you clarified. I was hungover. I had nothing else on TV. I was hungover, right? And and they basically they won eight two, right? But they pressed from the front. Yeah. And United stats now. we this season. We've been the team that's pressed the most from the front, and you could see the under 18s were playing the same system in the same intensity that they're trying to get the first team to yesterday Birmingham there was there was the, the young lad the, the lad that got the hat trick one of his finishes was superb wasn't it he got four I think in the end but the way he hit hit one of those chances first time when it came across he gave the goal I thought it was I thought it was yeah. Um, in terms of so Steve, I was going to say though, uh, just going back to your thing with Luca and, and Goldbridge does that not illustrate the difference between someone who goes and gets it and someone who watches it on TV and tries to create a programme for, for a Forest fan who tries to create a TV programme essentially you, it's, that he's, he's very successful do you know what because I, I don't go in for the anti-fan camps because the fan cams are in a way are they like the original sorry you had fanzines you had the podcasts you, which we're on the fan well I, I disagree with the fan cams we're paid by the media and that's wrong yeah. but then you've got we talked about it we've got yeah, Jay yeah. who yeah, who's home and away red yeah, he has been he's been going for years yeah, yeah. but he works for fan cam but he's probably United fan but I think I think there's yeah, I think he's. Exactly. We we can we can actually. He's got to be using his own name, like you know. That's wrong. Yes. And, that, and then that weird, isn't it? It's just weird. Who's Robin's no. nephew from Arsenal fan yeah. TV? Yeah. But they're making wrong. a living. But it's the same as it's possible the same, and that's why we don't take to them. We don't agree with them. It's just the same as people who've just decided that they're going to have they're going to make their career about 
you know, by going on Love Island or whatever, they want to be famous. They want to be in front of a camera. And Eliza talks more. Sky Sports represent. Sky Sports They don't know. They don't represent any one of us on this bus. We tried to get Woody on Love Island, but he just can't get through. They don't want a bald, ugly. Middle-aged fucking fat bloke on the island, isn't it? Oh well, you'll be already. No, okay. Um, just, just moving on swiftly. Then um, you mentioned something a minute ago um, around. You know, no one's going to tell me to go to the game. Um, was it? Was it? A, was it a popcorn? Was it a sit back, get your popcorn moment from Wednesday onwards, as we watched um, Pep tell City fans what he really thought of them? I listen. I. I've seen a lot on Twitter this week, uh, a lot of United fans telling me I shouldn't be laying into City for the attendance things, but look, you know, they handed us a gift from God there, it, it was Guardiola slagging off his own support, I mean, look, my whole Twitter account is basically just me having a go at rivals. I mean, I, I can't disappoint my fans there, you know. In terms of, have we got have we got any sympathy for? Are they not trying too hard to be this loyal brand that they never were? Well, they are more loyal, more, more local, hardcore. more hardcore, <laughs> more, more stronger, faster, smarter. It sounds like an advert for poppers. This any other any other support? Look, you know. Isn't it, isn't it great though that like City fans give the mouth for years so if Ferguson said that the atmosphere wasn't great at Old Trafford that day City fans were all over it now they're crying because they've spent all this money they are what they are they don't have their own stadium don't really have any sort of image at all now United fans always knew what City fans were and the rest of the country see it now so I've got no sympathy for them whatsoever the Covid thing's bollocks as well like they're about three pounds to go and watch City these days or something. It's just they give tickets away. It's just and they'll suddenly find the money. I said to you before, didn't I, Rich? They'll find the money when they play United. So it's not a financial thing or COVID. So I've got no no sympathy at all for us. There was, there was a, we are what we are is the best comment. I mean, yeah, I mean, but we talked about um, Marino almost um, writing his own resignation in an effort to get sacked. It was bizarre that Guardiola picked that hill to sort of like have a fight on and then to back it up and then to say, well, we're not a big club. You know, we're not United. And make it quite... I wasn't sure what his point is in, in all this. Is it to antagonise them into going? He's basically, he's done a speech, and He's done an interview with Brazilian media where he says he's leaving in two years that's backfired on him and he says oh you know I'm not leaving I don't know when I'm uh, when I'm leaving he's leaving he's not long for there, for there is he let's He'll be honest he do this year the next maximum, maximum I do I think he's out of touch and I think a multi-millionaire jumping telly working class families how they should be spending the money yeah. I completely get that yeah it's given us an opportunity to take the pace and we're all going to do it quite right but it just proves what the divide is there never linking yeah. to reality tickets for 17 quid I know, which I agree with you what you're saying about working yeah. class families and a lot of families have been destroyed by 
and I get that, but it was 17 quid. Well, I agreed I with Keane. I couldn't fill it before Covid either, so I mean... I agreed with Keane's comments about the prawn sandwich thing, yeah, but he gave rival fans an opportunity to have a go exactly, at us, yeah. so it's six of one, half a dozen to the other, and that is what's happening with Guardiola, mate. But are they trying too hard to be this loyal brand? If you go back to the year 2000, City had 14,000 season ticket holders. Now, those 14,000, we, we might have some sympathy for now, because they're... they're more local. Yeah. Yeah. Is, but that was the problem wasn't it the guy that came up to defend them and say we're more hardcore we're more local it doesn't bear out if you've got 14,000 season tickets in the year 2000 and then 20 years later you've got 50,000 going yeah then they have to have come from somewhere and they are not going to be traditionally more local because of what do you class as local now Greater Manchester which is anything from Rochdale through to St Helens and Wigan and as well is and this is the, this is something I've noticed at 32 home games at United at United you've had basically lots of local fans going because no one else can really travel you've seen a few maybe Scandies but not many not many Irish you saw a few of the last game like a couple of ones you see every game but they've not been able to travel as much so then the Asian tourists that you see outside the megastore getting the pictures we're not seeing them and that's maybe what sometimes brings the atmosphere down at Old Traffic because you've got tourists taking photos the atmosphere's been absolutely rocking yeah. CRA's been part of that Covid's been part of it that we're coming back City who trying to sell themselves as a bit of a, an event they've got that city square haven't they where they have gigs on from like local city sporting bands that whole match experience where they bring the tourists in they can't do it because the tourists aren't coming in to come to Manchester for a weekend to go and watch football and watch the best players in the world but they are trying to turn into everything they criticise yeah, for us over the years and that. Yeah, exactly. that's what they're trying to get because that's the way they know and do you know what they probably have loads of internet fans now they probably have loads and loads of internet fans who support City but United are still and always have been the biggest club in Manchester and the, north, yeah. and the local area well, they've always known that, but they've just wanted to sort of. They, they went that. Which why we call them liars. Yeah, but they've always said that because when they were in Division Two and Division Three, they did have a bigger support than anybody else in Division Two and Division Three. So for that, they'll say, "Look how loyal we are." But I think that loyalty brand has possibly dissipated now. Yeah, he's done that. And, and he put like Sheffield Wednesday have a big support when, when they've gone down, but Leeds City, Leeds. City, yeah, Leeds are the same. Yeah, they've all they've all got it, and like every set of fans has a hardcore. And but City City have always styled themselves on, oh, we're the proper club in Manchester, and all that. Everyone in Manchester knows that's bollocks. There's not a classroom or a workplace that you're ever outnumbered in Manchester by City fans. But they've always tried to play that card, and now they're getting the same sort of shit that United fans got for years. And they're crying about it. They hate it they're, they're always everyone's sorry. They're always everyone's second that's favorite right, club, right. and they hate the fact that now not everyone's second favorite club. I think if Ollie really wants to become a legend at United, he needs to take us down to Division Two, just so we can prove that we can fill the ground by thirty-eight thousand and one seats, just so we can beat City's uh, loyal record. Play, yeah, play yeah. attacking football like Tommy Doherty. Well. Well, according to some of the internet weirdos, um, that's what he is doing. <laughs> so I've said that. Right, a quickie on today. We seem to be in good spirits for today, which for a trip to the London Stadium is surprising. Um, are we going to do anything today, Dan? 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil win. 
that's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going into any tactics or anything like that. You're not going to upset anyone at this stage. I've upset you already, so you know. There's one down. I think it's going to be 2 1 to United, uh, 2 for Ronaldo, 1 for Mark Noble, which will be him tapping a, a mango over the line. <laughs> Uh, 3-1 United Ronaldo will get two as well yeah. I think we'll draw Okay. great <laughs> <laughs> well, 2-1 United right. so very positive 2-1 uh, I would just hope that uh, Jesse Lingard comes on and scores for us and that would be even nicer after the, uh, Paul Lodd's had such a shocking week alright we'll see Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Time spent searching for and interviewing candidates can take time away from managing and growing a business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get candidates worth interviewing faster, and it's free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. You can focus on candidates, with the skills and experience that you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com forward slash united. Again, that's linkedin.com forward slash united to post your job for free. We've had people who've listened to this and used it and they seem very, very happy with it. Terms and conditions apply. And there's the final whistle. And, a, and a, quite an ending to the game. David Dyer has saved the penalty. He would have believed it. I think it's a... What? I, just, I don't know what to say, really. They have saved the penalty. And Jesse's goal actually gave us a win. Boy, did he enjoy that. You can feel that was for uh, his mistake the other night.
um, the London Stadium and uh, as you can imagine it's quite high and there's quite a lot of excitement and um, I would imagine this will need editing quite a lot due to the fact that everyone's very very giddy and everyone's lost for words a little bit but we've got um, quite a long walk now back to um, back to the coaches as it parts was about a mile and a half away so it should be quite an interesting walk and then we'll catch up on um, catch up on what people thought of the game my own initial thoughts were that I thought we deserved to win that I thought we weren't as fluent as we can be but I thought it was a really well managed game and uh, credit for the substitution of Lingard which um, looks more and more important he gives us something extra that lad Right, well, we're, I would say we're back at the coach, but we're actually been, some have been back at the coach an hour and a half, others have just walked on the coach now. So it's two hours after the end of the game, and um, West Ham, we said it was the worst stadium you could possibly go to, well, they're now party so far away that no one could actually get here. So we've now set off back. Um, good result, though. Fantastic result, and... The best game you could see at a stadium like that, you could ask for. It's, um, they're, they're a decent team, to be fair, especially for a team managed by David Moyes. And if you wrote the script yourself, you would, it would involve Mark, as Tomo called him rightly on Twitter, Mark Brexit Noble, missing a penalty, De Gea saving one to, to end that little run of his, and a last-minute winner for, for Lingard, <laughs> he's 40. Yeah, it's, Can anybody talk me through the penalty? Because I had my head in my hands. Basically... Mark, so David Moyes, who basically also said the referee had a great game, so let's just okay. part that one yeah. there. Brings on Mark Noble. Mark Noble runs on. All their fans are going. All the fans are going crazy. Like Imperials measurements are coming back. He gets the ball. He starts bouncing it about four or five times. Puts on the spot. He steps up, he's not missed one. He's not missed one for West Ham, right? He runs up, he smashes it. David De Gea dives to his left, strong hand, saves it. So, was it a poor penalty or a great save? I think it was a great save. I think it was a great save. What if it was a poor penalty? He's actually, he's pretty shit. Would it, would he? Woody was, going mental, Noble, right? Woody was going mental. Woody was going mental. When Matic came on, he went, That's the worst substitution, you're a disgrace. He was going mental, right? See, me and Billy saw the Fernandez family was stood in front of us, they're looking behind, and now when he gets very emotional, he's going mad. Matic literally got the ball, twice bound United shirts, which Fred did, didn't do very well, and then sets up the Lingard winner. See, that was fantastic for Lingard, wasn't it? It meant something to him yeah, after Wednesday, like, you could tell that. Yeah, yeah. Or Tuesday, should I say. To get a last-minute winner and a last-minute penalty save that is essentially a last-minute winner, is, that doesn't happen often. It's Especially like when they all left, Munich and out, loads of yeah, them were doing, loads of giving it Munich. And then when they got a penalty, they all legged it back in. And then yeah. as Danny Schofield said, you had to see the walk of shame out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rabbit come back in. Well, the kids giving us the Vs. <laughs> Hello, uh, let's say rest in peace, Boise. Sorry about that. <laughs> in terms of the rest of the game was it exactly how we thought it might go it was just a just also with possession and yeah, yeah we were comfortably the better team the thing is with David Moyes when, even when he, he comes across a good team he, 
he plays within himself like he doesn't allow them to be they should have had a, more of a goal like we, we deserve to win that today we um you can see why the, got, in fairness they're in Europe on Thursday they got that. deeper and deeper as the second half went yeah, on and their, their keeper and their centre halves didn't speak yeah. about three times there the centre halves levered it out and the key, it was keeper's ball all day long but you know, made a good save from Ronaldo that lovely pass was it Fernandes so, yeah of course of course he did but I, I think the second half I think we pushed on a little bit more and I'll give Ollie his, his credit I thought some of his subs were alright today it's a great win there like they are going to be very possibly top six and we've got this mad away record we seem to have sorted out the home farm as well so if we keep the away record going there's, there's no reason why we won't be challenging for like the league we absolutely should do. One down again, away from home, then come back and get a result. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't knock it. How good's Verano? He is, isn't he? He walks he through is. games. He really literally walks. He's, got, he's scored an own goal, what are you on about? Yeah, but he's scored an own goal just to lull them in the false sense of yeah. security. He wins every header, he and wins every... And to give us a buzz of winning later you know, on. Yeah. Yeah. You know you've got the plaudits with Ronaldo, rightly so, coming back and all that, but Varane, he's just a different class. Yeah. He's, just, he's just a great player. You can see it in him. He just knows where to be on the pitch. Fantastic. He just gets there, like, unlike Kenny, just gets there at the right moment, <laughs> doesn't he? At the right yeah. time. <laughs> was, it, was, was it out of order, though, when um, De Gea saved the penalty and Varane lifted up his shirt and he had on Coulet, Australia? I can live with that. He's just proving that he's relating to everybody and he could be I think Mark Noble had dedicated that goal to Prince Andrew to be honest <laughs> and, the <laughs> and um, following on from Danny Schofield yeah, RIP Jimmy Greaves yeah I mean there would have been uh, it was some player Greaves yeah. wasn't it? I mean no we, yeah. we only ever saw him in black and white sort of thing but was it 43 goals in 60 mad odd for England, record. mad yeah. record. If he'd played 100 times, everyone who'd played smashed whatever he did. He's a great, great. Saying Greaves, he was good, yeah. wasn't he? Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he sort of started, yeah. And then, unfortunately, <laughs> Badil and Skinner took over and just sort of ruined football, didn't they? In the way that they did. But in terms of Jimmy Greaves, he was, um, he should have played in the 66 Cup final, allegedly. Yeah. And yeah. the history would have been rewritten because they probably would have won. But Jeff Hurst wouldn't have scored and West Ham wouldn't think they're England. Which, which they do. That's a good, they absolutely do, don't I mean I seen a few a few of them were wearing when we walked round to their end, England tops and like they really well, are well, just it's England West Ham. Well, it's booing, yeah, booing, yeah, booing yeah. um Luke Shaw and booing Harry Maguire. I don't understand that. <laughs> but why were they booing them? Every time yeah. Luke Shaw went over, like proper giving him dogs abuse. Not his best game today though, was it, Maguire? Maguire, no. I, I, we said three or he four times he gave the ball, ball away, which he normally things. doesn't do. Yeah. But Shaw supposedly didn't give the ball away in um, our attack. There was one bit, um, was superb, Maguire yeah. put the ball out of play with like a five yard pass, and you're like, what are you doing? Like Tomo said, like, you've got Varane next to him, like, and he, he's, he's making the difference. And then you've got Ronaldo scoring goals that. Those little chart tapping. Why was he not booked for that dive? That first dive. <laughs> I mean, not really funny. I could see it was a dive from where I was. And he definitely should have got a yellow card for do that. You know what? If you, that was on Twitter, Luke would do a 10 tweet response back to you. <laughs> do, you do you think it was a foul? I've seen it back. It's a clear foul. Yeah, the first one? Yeah, definitely. Really? The first yeah. one is. Yeah. Matty, Matty so, so, so what, what about a second and a third? 
Which one? The so the first one was right in front of us. The first one no. looked like a terrible boat. The first boat. one was the first half. Ah, right. right. No, no, no. The, the third one was the one you were on about, was the Stonewall Palace. Oh, no, the second then is the Stonewall Palace. Right. So we, how many were there? There was three. Back, back. was three. I thought it was four. There was three in the second There was three that I remember, but don't forget, I've been drinking cider. Yeah, but so. under, new, under new Brexit rules, <laughs> three Manchester United penalties now equals one Mark yeah, Noble penalty. Matty did say he's nailed on two penalties, but Martin Atkinson's always been like, I remember that game at Chelsea. He is, I wouldn't call any referee a cheat, but he's an absolute he's a cheat. cheat, Martin Atkinson. He did at Chelsea, he absolutely... Well, surely they are supposed to overturn those. Well, they don't indicate to yeah, him that he to come over and look at him, apparently. He did for the West Ham penalty. Did he look at, did he look at, he looked at the, obviously, he didn't give the penalty, did he, for them? But VAR gave it. It looked quite clear. His hand was stuck out. Yeah, that was a penalty. I would say that was a penalty. You can't do that. For them. I think it was a penalty for that. I do, yeah. yeah. You, can't I, you, you can't have your arms out where where they were, as wide as yeah, Luke Shaw is. And he is wide. That's the last one. But has he got the ball there? No, nowhere near the ball. Ball's well gone. It's just been controversial for controversial sake here, right? Let me have a video for you. Luke Shaw has to run like that, though, doesn't he? <laughs> you can't see this on a podcast, but well, that's imagine the first my hands are. are that's the first so, someone's doing it. Just imagine a Raheem And I've got a really fat tummy. Just imagine a Raheem Sterling gun. It's a sort of like, um, it's Tommy Cooper, just like that. Yeah, Callum, yeah. Yeah. But like, 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 a, like, a, like, a, like a dinosaur from Jurassic Park. But, you, but then put your arms out a bit further to, towards your side. It's not going to work on a podcast, Steve. Right, so we're just re-watching. So this is the first one. Oh, for God's sake, that's a, that's a, it's an assault. Yeah. yeah. Actually, right, my mistake. He shouldn't have been booked at all. He's been absolutely <laughs> <laughs> been mugged. Yeah. Um, this is the second. Right, so we're now having a look at the second one. It's making really, really good podcast. This <laughs> you can't really tell from there. So when David Moyes said... Oh, that's that a penalty as well. <laughs> yeah. You know so that poor, poor Ronaldo. David Moyes, that's what he does. He never has any accountability what, to himself. He what would you prefer, though, as a fan? Would you prefer to, to have all the, uh, the, the, the the decisions go correctly as they should have? Or would you rather just finish it the way uh, it did? The way it did. I'd say 89th minute goal, 90th minute missed penalty. The best way to make the last minute with it. Miles more than a exactly. 6-0 winner, 5 it, Because it, he missed our penalty, does that mean Brexit gets reversed? Well, I think, I mean, Mark Noble will just be crying into his Queen Mother's pillow. His London's pride, his London's pride. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you know something I know about Mark Noble? I, I get our penny. <laughs> we were saying, waiting Go for on. Penny for an hour and a half, and we just like... Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, border Force are going to be a lot angrier tonight. Go on, tape out Mark Noble, because I, I will believe it. No, no, no. We, we we have to be careful on the podcast. I think we we push it we push it a little bit too far anyway. No, I want to hear this Mark Noble story. <laughs> Is it about him having nine anyway, for right. tattoo? Have you seen <laughs> six games? Six games. We've really got a life size one, haven't? Farage is about two. No, five, six, games. five games. Five games. Four wins, one draw. Yeah. Start of season. That's fantastic. The good thing about it as well, that'll piss a lot. Like you say, the difference winning like that, yeah. luckily at the end, yeah. not luckily, deserved it. But people will be watching that fuming. If we'd have just scored early on and ground the game out, they'd have gone, yeah, they got three points. People will be thinking now, these yeah. bastards could do something again. That's more like it was a few yeah. years ago. It just feels great at the moment. I mean, even down to, we, um, 
When we were queuing for a pint before the match, £5.85 for a pint, £3 in TRX. Like everything is just better at United than it is anywhere else. No glazers! No glazers! (laughs) (laughs) We've got to talk about that in terms of um, the way that. Love you, Malcolm! The way that United have just, or Ollie today, has made two substitution, substitutions that have made a big difference, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's subs, yeah. it's worth. So, what you're saying on the way down, there's people who'll be on the internet right now fuming, and that, and we're all buzzing, and we've been sat on this bus for an hour and a half, waiting for someone, but we're all buzzing because we've just done. West Ham didn't deserve that goal if they'd have scored it. I mean, the first goal was a bit gone. lucky, wasn't it? Of course, of course, and like we deserved the win, and and like. For most of it, we played well. There was some, I mean, Fred, that one, he like run across him. He did certain things today that drove me mad. But in general, we played, wasn't it? But in general, we played brilliant again. And Ronaldo looks like he'll score in pretty much every game he plays, one or two. And if we keep on doing that, there's no reason why we can't, why we can't have a go at the league, why we can't at least challenge. Did someone say we're six points ahead of City already at five points? Oh, three. Three? Yeah, they're on ten, aren't they? Yeah. We've lost yeah, I think it's a bit early to be looking at the lead table. But we should challenge. We definitely should challenge. If you've got Ronaldo in your team, it's worth... He's generally How many games have we played now? Five. Five games, yeah. Three point I don't, I don't think you were, you weren't allowed to start your shoot, shoot uh, league, league, ladder. league ladder until six games were gone. So uh, we've been a bit premature here. Then we'll smash the 5-0 next week. All three of them away games are traditionally tricky games, aren't they? Wolves, Southampton and that today. So if you get seven points out of them, you'd say that any day of the week. And scoring nine goals in your own games as well. Yeah. It's um, it's a great start. What do you think, Steve? Lucy Nicotine is finally in the UK. Lucy is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Their mission is to reduce tobacco-related harm to zero. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients, Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavours. Spearmint, red mango and citrus berry. Each flavour, according to people I've spoken to who've tried it, actually tastes all right tastes good it's convenient and discreet products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights at work on the go or even in the gym it's 2021 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out your dip and get some lucy nicotine gum this is a real deal a subscription to lucy comes directly to your door each month it's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has got the delivery sorted. United We Stand listeners, you can go to uk.lucy.co and use the promo code UNITED to get 20% off your first order of nicotine gum. That's uk.lucy.co and use the promo code UNITED, U-N-I-T-E-D, at the checkout. Also, we have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you're interested, go to uk.lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code UNITED. 
Maybe they missed Antonio, maybe. Well, they must miss him because he's probably one of their better players. But David Moyes, seemingly the latter half of last year and this year, has um, been taking him to new heights and back in his sort of uh, the pomp of his Everton days. Did you not see any of that today? I think they look organised, but I think when they get in the final third, they don't actually know what they're doing. Without an actual talisman to go for, I think they don't look like they know what they're doing in that last final third. I think they're pretty organised defensively. That Rice is everywhere. Declan Rice is everywhere. He's a great player. I mean, certainly since the World Cup, he's the sort of player that everyone's talking about. It was interesting, wasn't it, in the week that Oli said that he, you know, the talk of us getting a, a CDM, as the FIFA generation will call them, um, is nonsense. What he wants a player who can do everything. Is Declan Rice that person? United. I'd say so, yeah, definitely. Beat you agree with that? I don't think we need him. I honestly don't think I we think need him. I think Varane, like Varane Maguire, perfect. I don't have a problem with that. Lindelof when when he's not available. So no, I don't. I That's disagree. A good job he doesn't play in centre mid, isn't it? But Fred did give the ball away a bit today. No, he did give a little I bit. Rice just calms everything down. He reminds me a little bit of Carrick, a little bit. He just calms everything down, just presses reset, let's go again. And he just takes it into the other team's half. After that, it's not his problem. I think that's probably something that we, we, we have lacked. But McTominay's first game back, he usually makes a bit of a difference to us. But Matic, actually the substitution of Matic seemed to make the biggest difference. Did you agree? I'll say I noticed. <laughs> I saw it, I remember him coming on. He calmed it down a lot. I was, I questioned it. I did question it. Yeah. But what do I know? <laughs> I was chuffed for Lingard. I was dead chuffed for him because he made a he made a mistake midweek, didn't he? A big mistake. A massive mistake. I think he should start. And and Wan made a mistake, and they didn't make anything of that. Had Ronaldo been sent off, they'd have been yawping about it, wouldn't they? He, Wan just came around very quietly, carried on playing his game today. Not a problem. But Lingard, when he popped in, he went right in the corner. Where we were right behind the goal. You could see it going in all the way. Lovely I think that's. Him. I think it's a big, big plus for Lingard. That midweek, it was two player errors that cost us that game. One Bissaka, red card. He doesn't do it often. And then Lingard, two two errors, and the people start yawping about the manager and stuff. No, no, two player errors. That was all it was. And today they've done well to get back. So, as we've said, Southampton, Wolves, West Ham. Three trickier ways to start their season with. Seven points. Keep going. Got to keep going. Yeah. They're the games you've got to win. Got to, got to win. Really got to win. You don't see a lot of organising from Maguire, though. To be fair, Maguire doesn't organise a lot, but I tell you what Fernandes does, he's yawping all the way through the game, he's telling everybody where to go, what to do. I think it, he's brilliant. Fernandes, for me, is brilliant. Yeah, he was everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think the more quality we bring in around him, the more he can do. Yeah. Because he allows him to play his game, he doesn't have to play everybody else's game. Because certainly Ronaldo it's going to make a big difference for us no matter what anyone else says the Carragher's of the world and everything like that he's in the right place isn't he? he's beautiful to watch he's a different level of player just a different level of player possibly the best player I've ever seen arguably he's going to put the ball in the net and that's all we need him to do feed him put the ball in the net he's not been outstanding he's not been 10 out of 10 every game but he's scored 4 goals in 3 games 
He's not been outstanding. And should have had two penalties today. If you look he back. Definitely should have had at least one. Definitely. One of them looks Stonewall to me. It does it does under Was it Atkinson the ref? Was Atkinson the ref? He doesn't like us, does he? No, he, he, he really doesn't like us, that Atkinson. So what team are we expecting to see against West Ham in the week? I think he'll play a completely different team. I think he'll rest a few. I really do. I'm not. Sh- I know he wants to win a trophy. He does have to win a trophy, Ollie. But I'm not sure that the uh, Caribou Cup's high on the agenda, is it? Or English Football League, or whatever we're going to call it. A trophy is a trophy. We get a trip to Wembley, and no matter what time of year it is, we get a trip to Wembley for a trophy. Go for it. Go for it. Gotta be done. Play to win. No point playing to not win, is there? Not to win. Good stuff. Well, that's it from the UWS podcast, uh, where last-minute winner has kept us all in really high spirits. Uh, and the penalty miss afterwards uh, even cemented an even better day. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. The new United We Stand will be out against Aston Villa. Got some really good stuff in there. I've just been going through a lad who talks about going to every single United game and then talks about having a mental breakdown. And it's absolutely fascinating reading uh, just to see what, what happened to him. I'm looking at the planner sheet now. There's loads of good stuff. In there, we've got the trip report with pictures from Burn, got an exclusive interview with Arnold Bjorum, Maurice Watkins, obituaries uh, to some pretty well known Reds who passed away recently, book reviews, loads on Ronaldo, second part to that Euros piece, we've got columnists such as Jim White, CT, cartoons. Uh, we've got a piece from a journalist on what it's like to be banned by. Sir Alex Ferguson with some funny stories in that there's 44 pages of goodness in there so if you want to subscribe get lively the deadline is Tuesday for print subscriptions for this issue go to uwsonline.com and if not we'll have the mag on sale at Old Trafford at the weekend thanks for listening and we will bring you the next podcast next week